0: Good morning, everybody. It's always rather disconcerting when the church clock says a completely different time to the time it is, but uh, I'm trying to ignore that and go with the time it actually is. So, good morning to you. Welcome to our nine o'clock. This is a said communion service, so um, there's uh, no hymns or words on the screen. So, if you haven't got your purple booklets, please do grab one. One notice from me, and then John's got a notice, and then we've got some. Uh, some lovely gifts to give out. So um, we are starting a new sermon series today on the Ten Commandments, and there are some sermon notes that are available. You can access this via a website. That's, uh, I sent an email around to Home Group Leaders, or John did, to Home Group Leaders. If you are having trouble accessing uh, material via the website, I have printed out the notes for this Sunday's sermon, and they're on one of the coffee tables out in the foyer so home group leaders, if you're in the room, um, do take a copy, uh, and we'll provide those each week for each Sunday as we go through this series. So, um, But if you're not a home group leader and you want to take a copy, that's fine, because we can make more copies available. Okay. Um, John has a notice about prayer.
1: Very briefly, to um, advertise the one tonight... Um, you'll remember that um, the original idea of one was for one church to gather for one hour for one purpose, which is to pray. Now, I w- and I'm sure many of us were really inspired by Kevin Robinson's talk last week on prayer in the spirit. I would like to um, to change the focus of one a bit. We've always, for the last few years, we've been focusing on um, outreach in the, in, the, in the church and uh, elsewhere. But I'd really like to f- start focusing on learning more about how to pray in the Spirit. So, and this is something we need to do, as, I think we need to do as a church. So if you would like to come along and uh, as we meet with God and learn from him together, as Jesus stands in our midst, that would be great. That's 7 o'clock tonight. We stop at 8 sharp, I can promise you and before before it gets dark. So it would be lovely to see you all. Thank you.
0: Uh, Many of you I know were here yesterday afternoon and uh, we said a farewell, didn't we, as it were, to uh, to John and Ruth. But this is, uh, in a sense, our final farewell to, to you both. And, uh, and so we've got a couple of gifts that we'd like to present to you. So if you're able to just to come up um, maybe to the table here, John, and we'd just like to present you with a couple of things from all of us. So um, we've, be, we've been busy, John doing a, little, a few things uh, behind the scenes for you. Um, and so uh, these are flowers uh, for you uh, to have and to take away and do as you will with, with those. And also, we've also been um, uh, writing um, uh, on a card, but the card is, is, is as you can, it's, it's a rather large card. It's a lovely, beautiful, it's a, a lovely card there. It's a Hannah Dunnett card. And on the back is the is the photo that mark he took it yesterday afternoon that we 've managed to um, to glue onto the back, so this is a, a reminder of who we are of course, and the church that you 've been part of for for nineteen years, and all of these um, greetings uh, and love here that goes with that so um, do take that with our love and um, we will miss you both very very much indeed, okay, so God bless you and uh, we will see, I'm sure, in due course. But um, yeah, God bless, God bless you, you. God bless you both. Okay. Oh. Oh. If you would uh, find your purple booklets, and we'll begin on page one. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be be with you. And so we pray the prayer preparation together. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ said, the first commandment is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is the only Lord. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbour as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Amen. Amen. Lord have mercy. God so loved the world that he gave his only son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins, to be our advocate in heaven and to bring us to eternal life. So we come before God to confess our sins in penitence and faith, firmly resolved to keep God's commandments and to live in love and peace with all. Praying together. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbor in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness and keep you in life eternal through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. If you're able, let's stand to say the glory together. Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you With the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Amen. Do be seated. Collect for the 13th Sunday after Trinity. Almighty God, you search us and you know us. May we rely on your strength and rest on you in our weakness, now and in all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Ingrid is going to bring us our Bible
2: The reading has been taken from Exodus, chapter 20, beginning to read at verse 1. It's on page 77 in the Church Bibles. And God spoke all these words. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am jealous, uh, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the parents To the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns. You shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not give false testimony against your neighbor, you shall not covet your neighbor's house, you shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male or female servant, his ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. This is the word of the Lord.
0: Thanks be to God. Thank you, Ingrid. Well, here's a different version of the 23rd Psalm. It's not a a version I would want to uh, ever use elsewhere, but I'm going to Uh, said at the start of this series, and it's called The 23rd Channel. The TV is my shepherd, I shall not want. It maketh me to lie down on the sofa. It leadeth me away from faith. It destroys my soul. It leadeth me into the paths of sex and violence for the sponsor's sake. Yea, though I walk through the shadow of Christian responsibilities, there is no interruption, for the TV is with me. Its cables and remote control, they comfort me. It prepareth a commercial for me in the presence of my worldliness. It anointeth my head with humanism and consumerism. My coveting runneth over. Surely laziness and ignorance shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house, just watching TV all the time. At the ten o'clock... Service. Uh, I'm going to be giving the first sermon in a series of sermons Uh, we're starting today on the Ten Commandments, Uh, the laws that were given to the people of Israel as they prepared to occupy the land that the Lord had given to them. Now, obviously, in a five minute talk, uh, I cannot cover all that ground. Uh, So, if you want to hear the sermon, either you're going to have to stay on for the next service. Or, of course, I can send you my sermon notes by email, so do let me know if you want me to do that. I will happily do that for you. But suffice to say, the Ten Commandments, uh, sometimes called the Ten Words, or the Decalogue, uh, really do form the basis of our laws and statutes in our own country and, in fact, much of the Western world. And, infor- and uh, they do inform most of, the, say, the, the legal statements the world over. Uh, they range from uh, family rights to property rights to the rights of the individual to the rights that God holds for himself. It would be impossible to underestimate their global and social significance. And yet, sadly, most people today, if you were to stop them in the street, would probably be able to name you maybe one or two. So it's well worth uh, are reacquainting ourselves with these words and seeing how they apply to our lives today three and a half thousand years after they were first given to Moses and the people. So we are going to start in the first one by looking at the last commandment first. And so we're going to start with looking at commandment number 10. And then as, as we go through this series, we'll go down 10, 9, 8, 7, etc. All the way to number one. Uh, and ending with the first commandment. And so we start with this commandment, this uh, rule. God says, you shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, or his manservant, or maidservants, or his ox, or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. To covet simply means to desire to possess Something or someone that isn't yours to have. And if we're honest with ourselves, this is something that we all struggle with. We'll go into that in more detail at the 10 o'clock service. So how can we, what can we do? How can we uh, counter this covetous desire that is in, the, in each of us? How can we change? I'm just going to offer you one suggestion. That is to adopt an attitude of gratitude. I don't if you notice that human beings have uh, that tendency; it's, it's an instinctive tendency uh, to reel off a list of moans and groans more than to say how grateful they are for the blessings of being alive. It's just something that we seem to be like as human beings, isn't it? But as children of our heavenly Father, we are called to give thanks to Him for our very life and our breath. The psalmist says in Psalm 106, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love is eternal. And so God desires we live with that attitude of gratefulness for thanks to him for all he's given to us, all he's showered upon us, given to us each day, his blessings that he's given to us, and to give thanks to him for those blessings, for our life, for our family, for our friends. For living in a nation that is peaceful. Yes, there's things going on, of course, but it is a a peaceful land to live in. And the freedom of living in in a democracy. But most of all, for the love and the free grace of God in Jesus Christ. So encountering that covetousness that is in each of us, let's adopt an attitude of gratitude. just very briefly uh, a little advert. Um, the series is of course based on the Ten Commandments fundamentally but also on this book by J. John um, who has been around for a long time hasn't he um, but this is the book, it's called Just Ten uh, and uh, each chapter goes through one of the commandments and works its way down from number ten to number one um, I think James is going to try and get some from Illuminate Bookshop for, for you to buy if you'd like to and we'll put a sign up sheet out at the back So if it helps you to sort of follow the sermon series through, uh, do purchase one of these books. I would really recommend them. And so let's now turn to the Creed, the Statement of Faith. And so let's stand, if you're able to stand, and we will declare our faith together. So the Creed is found on page three in your purple booklets. We believe in one holy, catholic, and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Amen. Do please be seated. And for our prayers, we're going to use form C, which you'll find on page 34 in your booklets. So, form C on page 34. In the power of the Spirit and in union with Christ, let us pray to the Father. Hear our prayers, O Lord our God. Hear us, good Lord. Govern and direct your Holy Church. Fill it with love and truth. And grant it that unity which is your will. Hear us, good Lord give us boldness to preach the gospel in all the world and to make disciples of all the nations. Hear us, good Lord. Enlighten Michael, our bishop, and Sarah, our area bishop, and all your ministers with knowledge and understanding, that by their teaching and their lives they may proclaim your word. Hear us, good Lord. Give your people grace to hear and receive your word and to bring forth the fruit of the Spirit, Hear us, good Lord. Bring into the way of truth all who have erred and are deceived. Hear us, good Lord. Strengthen those who stand. Comfort and help the faint-hearted. Raise up the fallen. And finally beat down Satan under our feet. Hear us, good Lord. Guide the leaders of the nations into the ways of peace and justice. Hear us, good Lord. Guard and strengthen your servants, Charles our King, that he may put his trust in you and seek your honour and glory. Hear us, good Lord. Endue the High Court of Parliament and all the ministers of the Crown with wisdom and understanding. Hear us, good Lord. Bless those who administer the law, that they may uphold justice, honesty and truth. Hear us, good Lord. Give us the will to use the fruits of the earth to your glory and for the good of all creation. Hear us, good Lord. Bless and keep all your people. Hear us, good Lord. Help and comfort the lonely, the bereaved and the oppressed. Lord, have mercy. Keep in safety those who travel and all who are in danger. Lord, have mercy. Heal the sick in body and mind and provide for the homeless, the hungry, and the destitute. Lord, have mercy. Show your pity on prisoners and refugees, and all who are in trouble. Lord, have mercy. Forgive our enemies, persecutors and slanderers, and turn their hearts. Lord, have mercy. Hear us as we remember those who have died in the peace of Christ both those who confess the faith and those whose faith is known to you alone, and grant us with them a share in your eternal kingdom. Lord, have mercy. And so we come to share the peace, the peace that God has given to us in Christ. Christ is our peace. He has reconciled us to God in one body by the cross. We meet in his name and we share his peace. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let's offer each other a sign of God's peace. <laughs> piece of you piece of you piece of you, you just there's hand at the top peace We're going to use Eucharistic Prayer G, which you'll find on page thirteen. The Lord be with with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is
1: right and praise.
0: Blessed are you, Lord God, our light and our salvation. To you be glory and praise forever. From the beginning you have created all things, and all your works echo the silent music of your praise. In the fullness of time you made us in your image, the crown of all creation. You give us breath and speech, that with angels and archangels and all the powers of heaven, we may find a voice to sing your praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. How wonderful the works of your hands, O Lord. As a mother tenderly gathers her children, you embrace the people as your own. When they turned away and rebelled, your love remained steadfast. From them you raised up Jesus our Saviour, born of Mary, to be the living bread in whom all our hungers are satisfied. He offered his life for sinners, and with a love stronger than death, he opened wide his arms on the cross. On the night before he died, he came to supper with his friends, and taking bread, he gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to them, saying, Take and eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. At the end of supper, taking the cup, he gave you thanks and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Father, we plead with confidence his sacrifice made once for all upon the cross. We remember his dying and rising in glory. And we rejoice that he intercedes for us at your right hand. Pour out your Holy Spirit as we bring before you these gifts of your creation. May they be for us the body and blood of your dear Son. As we eat and drink these holy things in your presence, form us in the likeness of Christ and build us into a living temple to your glory. Bring us at the last with all the saints to the vision of that eternal splendor for which you have created us. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, by whom, with whom, and in whom, with all who stand before you in earth and heaven, we worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honour and glory and power be yours for ever and ever. Amen. As our Saviour has taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. We do not presume to come to this your table, merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in your manifold and great mercies. and he in us. Amen. Amen. And so we continue our normal customers sharing the bread from the middle table and the wine from either side. The non-alcoholic wine will be on that side of the church. body of Christ keep you in eternal life. Amen. Amen. And the blood of Christ keep you in eternal life. Amen. Amen. So let's remember those who can't be with us in church this morning for whatever reason. Father, we lift you those who, who aren't able to be with us here this morning in church, whether housebound or in hospital or detained for some other reason. We pray for them. We pray, Father God, that you would pour out your spirit upon them, that they would know your comfort and your love and your gentle presence. In Jesus' name. Amen. And so let's pray the prayer together on page 17, the prayer following communion. Almighty God, we thank you for feeding us with the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him we offer you our souls and bodies to be a living sacrifice. Send us out in the power of your Spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. Amen. And so may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit rest upon you and keep you now and always. Amen. So we go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. In the name of Christ.